0: Tools for living, room to grow, a space of grace to become everything God wants us to be. You're listening to The Living Room Podcast with Joanna Weaver, Episode 7. Hey you guys, so glad you joined me today. Oh my goodness, these last few months have been so sweet. I just want to thank you for tuning into the podcast and for allowing me to speak into your life. It's really been an honor. And a special thanks to those of you who took time to subscribe to The Living Room on your favorite podcast platform. That really means a lot. But then many of you took time to leave a rating and a review. And can I tell you it has really made a difference. Because of you, the Living Room Podcast has been featured on iTunes new and noteworthy in the Christianity category, as well as the larger category of religion and spirituality, and that's really a big deal. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, Well, as I've been praying about what to share in this solo episode, I kept coming back to the topic of intimacy with God in the busyness of life, because that's always been my challenge. Can I just be honest? Um, I'm a good girl and I want to do good things, but I've always really struggled to carve out a daily quiet time with the Lord. But you know what? As I was thinking about that and about the tools that I'm really excited to share with you on an upcoming episode, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, "Mm, let's just back up a little bit, Joanna. Because if we're talking about intimacy, if we're talking about friendship, you know what? That is not a method or a program that we need. No. In fact, I think sometimes we look for methods and programs uh, quickly as Christians. We want to figure out how to fix it. But a, a relationship takes time. I mean, think about your marriage. Think about your friendships. It's only as you invest time, as you spend time in proximity with that person, that the relationship grows. As Christians, we talk a lot about having a personal relationship with God. But I don't think we realize how much God wants to have a personal relationship with us. I believe it's the reason why we were created. I want you to go clear back to the beginning, to the Garden of Eden, when God said, let us make man in our image. It wasn't just this celestial science project. He wasn't just saying, here, let's just pop, plop Adam and Eve on earth and see what happens. No, God created them to have a relationship with them. The Bible tells us that they would walk and talk in the cool of the day. It was a living, vibrant relationship. And yet sin, sin ended the garden, but it did not end the relationship. God clothed them and then love followed them out of the garden and continued to initiate relationship with man. The Bible is, in fact, an entire story of God's love reaching out for us. God looking for a people to call his own. And even though we have rejected him time and time again, his love just kept on reaching, going so far as to send his only son to live and walk among us, to show us his love, to show us the Father and who God really is. I love how Jesus didn't just say, hey, all of you, you come to where I am. No, Jesus went to where people were and he spent time with them. He called his disciples and he lived with them. It was all about relationship. And then he went so far as to die in our place and, and take our sin and our punishment so that you and I could be reconciled back to relationship with our Heavenly Father. It's been the plan from the beginning of time that you and I would have friendship with God. I love how Ephesians 1 puts it in the message. Verse 4 says, Long before He laid down earth's foundation, God had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of His love, to be made whole and holy by His love, Long, long ago, he decided, listen to this, you guys, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure God took in planning this. Oh, you may not realize this, my friend, but you are deeply loved and deeply desired by God. He wants to know you and he wants to be known by you. But intimacy with God can be a little threatening. I know, I've felt it at times. Uh, We know that we need it. We even long for it deep inside, but we don't always know how to get it. At least that was my story. I've shared in previous episodes how that I've always been a good girl wanting to do good things. And yet when it came to spiritual disciplines and really cultivating my walk with God, I was so undisciplined that I felt like a complete failure. I I remember thinking, okay, I know that I need to have a quiet time. And you know what? Let me just insert here that I am excited to share practical tips and tools to help you have a quiet time that is meaningful and rich. But, but you know what, if we make it a program or a method, we're going to miss out on the friendship that God wants to have. And so I'll share that in in future episodes. I even plan on releasing a living room e-course that will give you some of the tools that really transformed my walk with God. But before we get there, I want to share some secrets to intimacy with God. First of all, the first secret to intimacy with God is this. It isn't what we do It's what God has already done. And listen, I kind of shared some of that, how Jesus came and then how he died. But do you realize, do you realize what his death on the cross did? It took away, the Bible says, the dividing wall of hostility that stood between us and God, that dividing wall that separated sinful man from a holy God. And because of Jesus's sacrifice, the Bible tells us that at his last breath, the veil was torn and we were all able to come into the Holy of Holies. Each one of us can come into his presence. Some of us who have who have known Jesus all our life, we, I think, don't even realize the privilege, the honor, the the, the acceptance that has already been extended to us. Others of us that are listening, maybe we we really would be honest and say, I am not a Christian. Uh, I, I'm interested, but I, I don't have any idea how to get there. Well, listen, the first step is just simply accepting what Jesus did as payment for you. It's like a ticket that what he did for you cancels sin and the power of sin in your life so that you can have a transformed life but also that you can come in to a a reconciled relationship with your Father, His arms open wide, just waiting for you to come. So the work's already been done. The way has been made. The price has been paid. We can come into this deep friendship with God. But the second secret I want to share is this. Intimacy with God isn't something outside of us. It's recognizing God living within us. You know, even though I've walked with Jesus for so long and and have enjoyed an intimate friendship with him, sometimes I, I get this feeling that he's out there somewhere and then I just have to find him. And one day the Holy Spirit just whispered, Joanna, I'm already here. What are you doing chasing something outside of you when all you have to do is just acknowledge that I dwell in you because of Jesus Christ? The third secret is we simply have to respond to God's wooing. We do not have to work to earn his favor. In Jesus Christ, he's already extended his favor. God has initiated relationship. All we have to do is respond. So how do we have intimacy with God in the busyness of life? Well, here's some things, just some practical things that have helped me. Three things that I try to do each and every day. Number one, simply acknowledge God's presence. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is one of my favorite verses. And you know the first part, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But it's the next part I want us to focus on. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. In all your ways, in every day, what would happen if we simply stopped and acknowledged God's presence with us, (laughs) able to help us, acknowledging that he's with me, he's for me, and he's at work on my behalf? I was reminded of this verse many years ago. Um, it was a Sunday back in Grants Pass, Oregon. And I uh, walked up to a, a group of young teenagers and one of the girls had been a, a piano student. And I, I don't know what happened, but for some reason, uh, she must have been offended at me because she completely ignored me. I mean, all of the other girls said, Hey, Joanna. And I even said, Hey, and I said her name. And she looked right through me to the other girl and started talking to her. It was like, I didn't even exist. And it felt like a knife in my heart. I I walked away and I'm like, what in the world did I do? But as soon as I thought that I just had this God thought fall on my heart. And I felt him say, That's how I feel sometimes. Ooh, wow. (laughs) That God, this God who walks with us, the presence of Jesus Christ, our friend, the Holy Spirit of God who indwells us, he's always there. And yet sometimes we can go through a whole day, even a whole week, even perhaps an entire month without acknowledging his presence. So that's number one simply acknowledge god's presence every morning hey lord how are you doing <laughs> hey lord i need you and then number 2 i would just invite you to invite god to take the throne uh, before i even get out of bed i try to do this nearly every morning i i imagine this throne of my life and i imagine myself getting off the throne and inviting god to take the throne and then bowing before him and saying, Lord, here's my day, but you be the Lord of all. You call the shots. You know what needs to happen. Lead me, Lord. I will follow. We'll never know God. I really believe this. We will never truly know God until we truly surrender our lives to him. And while that can be a process, it's an ongoing process in my life, as I do, as I surrender my life, as I give him the throne and the right to call the shots, I've come into a deeper intimacy with him. I think of Jesus in Matthew four nineteen when he said to the disciples, come, follow me. And the Bible says that immediately they left their nets. They didn't even bother to pack a bag. They just simply followed Jesus. And because of that, They enjoyed an intimacy with the Lord that surpassed anything any human being had ever known before. God, God with us, Emmanuel in the flesh, dwelling among them. And you and I are invited to that same relationship. Finally, after acknowledging God's presence and inviting him to take the throne, I would invite you to talk to Jesus all throughout the day all throughout the day. I really—I I think that this has become kind of a habit in my life. I have to confess that I'm not as good at that set-apart um, prayer time where I'm interceding and I'm doing um, spiritual warfare, and I definitely need to work on that. But I do think that over the years, I've come to enjoy a living conversation with the Lord just talking to Him throughout the day, a continuous open-ended conversation. Now listen, I have never heard the audible voice of God speak to me back. (laughs) And I would really like that. But I've decided not to let that hinder me because by faith, I know He is right there. And by faith, as I just share my life with Him, It's just a sweet, sweet sense of his presence that comes. Sometimes I'll just comment on the beauty and say, Wow, God, you just made this earth so beautiful. Or sometimes I'm like, Oh, Lord, I don't even know what to do in this situation. And I just pray a a breath prayer of asking for his help. Um, Sometimes I just express gratitude and thank him for what he's given and all the blessings I enjoy. Sometimes it's just simple. Oh Lord, help me, kind of prayer. But in this continuous conversation, I think I'm coming to d- to understand a little bit of what Paul meant in First Thessalonians 5.17 when he said, pray without ceasing. Now listen, that doesn't mean that we're just babbling on and on and on and on. You know, you've <laughs> have you had a friend like that that you couldn't get an edge word in edgewise if you wanted. <laughs> no, it's not that. In fact, it I think sometimes the sweetest conversation is just this ebb and flow. I'm not forcing it. We're just comfortable with each other. It's it's kind of the intimacy that my husband and I are enjoying where, where we'll go through a period where we talk and we share deep things, or then we'll sh- talk and just share shallow things, or sometimes we're just silent and we just enjoy being together. That's the kind of friendship God wants to have with us. To pray without ceasing, that word ceasing in the Greek means just constantly reoccurring as something comes to mind that we just bring God into the loop. So acknowledge God's presence. Invite God to take the throne of your heart and then talk to him throughout the day. As you do, this friendship is going to blossom. This romance (laughs) is to become, is going to become so sweet. As I was thinking about intimacy with God, I was reminded of Brother Lawrence and that famous book called Practicing the Presence of God. It was written way back in the 17th century. Brother Lawrence was just a humble cook in a French monastery. It was written as a series of letters that he never intended to be published, but he had written it to a friend just describing this intimate friendship that he enjoyed with God. As the Lord over the years, and I think that's key, it wasn't immediate. It was over the year as he simply practiced the presence of God, acknowledged God in every single part of his day, whether he was washing dishes or scrubbing floors or attending Vespers with the other monks. Brother Lawrence acknowledged God and he, and he enjoyed a living conversation with God. Always turning everything, even the mundane tasks, into acts of praise and communion with God. And you know what? I've just decided that rather than time blocking my life and leaving a piece for Jesus and just, you know, doing my duty and having my quiet time, but then going on and doing my own thing the rest of the day, I don't know. I don't know that that's true friendship. Instead, I want to invite Jesus into every part of my heart, because I believe that's the true secret to intimacy with God in the busyness of life. Hanging out with Jesus, doing life with Him, making Him the focus of our heart, even as we go grocery shopping or as we're answering emails, that we do it in His presence. I hope you won't miss this kind of friendship that God so wants to enjoy with you. Because I can tell you from experience, it's everything you long for and everything you need. I, I cannot tell you that every moment of my day is infused with the tangible presence of God. It isn't. My life's very ordinary. And sometimes, sometimes just like you, I, I have to do it by faith, not by feeling. But as I do, I think, at least I hope God would concur, I'm enjoying a deeper and a sweeter friendship with him. I believe it's the secret to a victorious life. I believe it's the secret to living and loving and leading like Jesus. It's the living room, you guys. (laughs) It's the living room intimacy that Mary enjoyed as she sat at Jesus's feet not coming up with clever responses, not serving him a lavish meal, but just simply being in his presence, drinking in his love, absorbing all of his wisdom, and then pouring out her love in worship and service to God. That's the living room intimacy God wants to have with you and me. If you'd like to learn how to cultivate a deeper friendship with God, I'd like to point you to my book, Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World. It's really the story of my journey into intimacy with God, and it's filled with tips and tools I've picked up along the way, as well as a deeper look at that story of Mary and Martha, those two sisters so deeply loved by Jesus. You can find a sample chapter over at today's show notes. JoannaWeaverBooks.com forward slash zero zero seven. And please, please don't miss the next episode. I'm going to be interviewing Jody Dietrich, the author of The Jesus Hearted Woman, and it is a great interview. Uh, Speaking of which, be sure to check out the archives that you can find on your favorite podcast player, uh, because we've got lots of great stuff that's just waiting for you to listen if you haven't already done it. While you're there, you might want to subscribe because that ensures that you'll get every single new episode right there. You don't have to go looking for it. And if you wouldn't mind clicking on one of the stars to leave a rating, uh, that really means a lot as well. Well, you guys, I hope that this uh, episode has helped you see that intimacy with God is not a bunch of things we do. Instead, it's really, it's really just a mindset turning our eyes on Jesus each and every day, inviting Him into everything we do. And as we do, that relationship, just like every friendship, becomes sweeter. It becomes easier. It becomes deeper. All because we've invited God to be a part of our everyday life. Well, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope that you learn... (laughs) to invite God into everything you do so that we live and love and lead like Jesus. Until next time, God bless.